Now boarding for Rebuild of Joycast, your weekly destination for anime, manga, and more. Welcome back, everyone, to a post-Chainsaw Man anime world. How we feeling right now, Val, after our worries last week? I am really happy with the result. It's just the usual thing that happens with Sane and with, like, the use of CGI. But it, it, the CGI is fine. It's not terrible. It's Mappa CGI. It's serviceable. But I can't help but be like, why am I pulpy shonens? And sign and anime always, like, plagued with the CGI when you got fucking... What's it called? Maiden Abyss over there being fully 2D and looking amazing, but I want nothing to do with it. Yeah, so me, I'm more concerned than ever. We got oh. a bunch of people in the comments going, what are you guys worried about? It's MAPPA. It's going to be fine. MAPPA are not a that's, great studio. MAPPA just used good That's the reason content. I'm worried. I, I'm sorry. I'm not, like, lulled to peace by monopolies in anime, all right? No. I am not lulled by that. So, that being said, though, let me stress that I think this looks incredible. This looks incredible. This looks great. But all those people bitching about how the CGI looked bad during the zombie devil fight, mm. I think you guys don't even realize just how much CGI is being used in this anime. I'd say about 75% of that entire episode is CGI. You just can't tell because they're being very clever. They're, they're, they're 3D models that they're putting 2D like around like the the, mm -hmm. the the faces basically like the lip flaps and the eyes and stuff are 2d and they're kind of framing it around it and um so this is something some people what one thing that i heard a lot of complaints about that i think was a legitimate complaint besides mm -hmm. the cg the cg is just there okay we gotta live with that and i think it looks great i just don't think it's tenable i think this falls apart towards the end um but it for me and a lot of people had this argument and i like this argument People are getting bummed about the color. Really? And there's a reason for this. Really? Okay, go I on. mean, I mean, because it legitimately, this is the same kind of color we bitch about in Hollywood blockbuster movies, don't we? That it's mm. too fucking dark and muddy. I, I I suppose so. I was thinking it seems I, more I, washed I think it fits, out. I th yeah, it's washed out. I, it fits the gloomy nature of those early chapters. And based on what we've seen in trailers and concept footage... I don't think that changes, and that's a shame because if you've ever seen the marketing for Chainsaw Man in the magazine, the Shonen Jump, mm. they make it a lot more they make it look a lot more colorful, and that's a shame. But I understand why they're doing it because it's a very clever thing. This helps cover the CG. The way that it's washy like that, it's very difficult to see if you're not like actively looking for it. And, and, that's, and that's why all the people bitching have not noticed that practically almost this entire anime is CG. And they're complaining about one scene. I don't think it's entirely CG. I think it's mostly rotoscoped is what's really going on. The opening is rotoscoped. No, even the bit where like Makima and her guys are walking, that is absolutely like rotoscoped. I that's think a rotoscope too, but no, but there's th there's 3D on that too. Mm, no, absolutely. They're, 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 do they're doing the same thing on an anime that we absolutely adore, Ranking of Kings. Mm. They did this too. You just don't notice as much there because Chainsaw Man has a little bit more photorealism than uh, Ranking of Kings. Mm. So Ranking of Kings could hide it very easily and because still be colorful. With Chainsaw Man, it gets a little fucky. But um, but yeah, but I mean, I really love that episode. It, it was, was a little bit slow. Yes, I felt like uh, they didn't need to do so much of the zombie fight. I think they could have like 
couple zombie fight in half, maybe a little bit. I don't know, but they're trying yeah, to fill and out, the, and that, they're trying and to fill out a 20-minute episode. 25-minute yeah, episode. And that's the reason why I am still very concerned about the pacing. Mm-hmm. Because based on what we're seeing right now, like I said, there's a lot I am not allowed to disclose. I was not very clear about that last week. Because people were like, what are you confused? What are you worried about? And it's like, and I re-listened to the episode. I'm like, oh yeah, I kind of rambled. So I apologize. I was sick last week. And so I was more distractible than usual. Um, there's a lot I cannot disclose. But I have a lot of context at Crunchyroll. And I... I cannot confirm or deny that I've seen and heard some things. And one of the things that now we can confirm was the CG. That was what I was telling the audience to temper their expectations. Because they were already bitching about the zombie devil scene being in CG. I'm like, oh no. If they don't like that, they're not going to like the fact that most of this entire anime is CG. Mm, probably not. But, but it <clears throat> seems like they have fooled the complainers. And anyone that actually respects this art form understands how that's working and so we've cleared one hurdle but we are still approaching the um the pacing hurdle and the localization hurdle mm. i especially cannot talk about localization right now but basically have you heard about uh, a release date for the english dub yet no i have not i have not either and yeah, that's me. I'm very fascinated to, because Same. yeah, I can't talk about it, but it's gonna be a while. This is I, I mean, obviously it wasn't gonna be a simul dub, um, but yeah, there's some very interesting things happening. But you know, it's it, it, it's a good karmic comeuppance for the bullshit with um Chainsaw Man. Mm. In private, I can tell you more about it. I've st I've yeah. told you some things in private, Val, and mm -hmm. I'll tell you a little bit more. But um, I, but audience, basically in a realistic world. You won't hear what happened. Like they'll they'll release this, it'll feel like nothing happened. But I'll just tell you right now, things are happening that are mm. very fa morbidly fascinating about the localization of Chainsaw Man. I enjoy um, it. I but, just, um, I mean, it'll I enjoy work out. The it, it will happening. it will work out. But if you heard what I heard, you would be worried because it's it's it, like ever watched movies with Mikey. No, I've never even it's a, heard it's a, that. It's a video essay YouTube channel. It's fantastic about films. And he always has this little ongoing song joke called Nobody Knows What They're Doing. And okay. it's a very good thing. I think people hold these animes... Uh, they hold anime localization like Funimation... Oh, pr prior Funimation and now Crunchyroll. And all these other things to this like... They, they, they put it on a pedestal. You're still not used and, to that, are you? What? Like, Funimation's gone, it's just Crunchyroll now. It's very difficult, because I've always known Crunchyroll Funimation. as crunchy little- as Crunchy as, like, the little cringy little brother that like, I love. No, 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 it's, a uh, Funimation, uh, I'm Crunchyroll now. You can yeah, be right? whoever you want, big guy. Yeah, but, um, so like I was saying, like, we hold these things, despite the billion dollar merger, we, we, we've had this discussion in previous weeks about the, the, the lack of union representation, mm -hmm. how cheaply they pay their actors. Nobody really knows what they're doing. It doesn't matter that Sony merged these guys with a billion dollars. Yeah. I mean, there, nobody there's, oh, knows what they're doing. A lot of shit is happening by the seat of their pants. This is common in 
Hollywood. I mean, I mean, we're learning this right now. Marvel just delayed a bunch of fucking movies. Dude, it's not even um, just that. Blade has been put on hold the because fuck? they're having fucking issues because they're rushing things. They're, they've been stretched too thin. Nobody knows what they're doing. And it's so morally fascinating when you have an in and you really get to see that for what it really is. And it's so even more fascinating when these things get released and we act like there was no turmoil behind the scenes when they come out. Right. And no, so that's I, why I tell the Eins to temper their expectations, to be very patient about what's surrounding Chainsaw Man. Because if you know what's going on right now, it's fucking scary. But realistically, and most likely, it'll be just fine. To be honest, dude, I think that the entire fucking entertainment industry is going into stagnation right now. I mean, have you heard with all the stuff? It's a fucking like, oh, it's uh, a mess. Have, have, it's, have it's, you heard all the stuff with like Cartoon fault. Network and everything? Like they're just yes, like but I want to put a hole in the cartoon studios. artist. One thing. Oh yeah. Yes, but okay. I, I, I don't say anything because there was an extrapolation on that report with Cartoon Network. Oh. We don't have the full story. Uh. That, definitely some cre creative control has definitely been taken from Cartoon Network. That's for sure. There were layoffs, but there's still a Cartoon Network. There are still people there. They are still working on shows. Hmm. There's still something there. We don't know, because basically, again, I know a few people involved with Cartoon Network, and they said that was overblown. Please don't talk about that until there's more information. Until, because this, this, this is a developing story. Mm -hmm. So mean, don't say anything. And, and, that, and that's the reason why I'm not telling you exactly what's going on with Chainsaw Man. Mm -hmm. Because this is a developing story. I mean, there's also... All and I must continue like... to further reiterate, people who, who work at Country World, who are listening to this podcast... Multiple sources. This is not one person. Multiple people have talked about this. And I am doing the kindness of not saying it publicly, but just telling the audience to be very patient I mean, about there's... if something happens, please be understanding. I mean, have you heard all the stuff? Like, I, I saw a, a little bit ago. Uh, I think it was this week, maybe last week. The weeks have been gone by so Ignorance quickly. is bliss, kids. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. But no, it's like, uh, what was it? A while ago, like, there was something about... um. The Texas, the, the Texas uh, anime actors in a huff about something and um, the preference for LA-based studios or something. So all the other Texas actors are like, no, you can't count Texas out or anything like that. I'm not sure what's going on there because obviously I'm not in Texas. Oh wait, wait, so wait, wait, wait. So, really, so Texas voice actors are mad that they're, they're they were getting... mad. They were mad at something. I think maybe LA is uh, taking a lot of work or something. And, uh, yeah, they because they're union. Yeah. So. And, and there are union voice actors in Texas. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but, but it's the fact that that goes back to like just the bare bones, like culture, uh, studio culture. You have your group of actors you're comfortable with, and you're going to actively work with them. Mm. It might it's be a separate local. thing. It, it might but, be a separate thing from that, but I, I know that like they were in a huff about something. But that being said, though, if some LA fucking studios are getting a bit smarmy about the anti union culture in Texas. So fucking be it. Those are the fucking breaks, kid. Yeah. You hitch your trailer to that fucking non-union bullshit. It's gonna drag you down. D these corporations will not fucking protect you. Nope. Look, corporations are gonna go with whoever's most convenient to do these things. Cheapest and most convenient, and that's and that's how they've settled in Texas, and that's why they won't do anything about that. Yep. But but that being said, like like whatever LA's doing right now is good pressure. I I, I take that as good pressure. Because because it, it, it's put, it's lighting a fire underneath the Texas actors to get them their asses unionized and start stepping up. Because if they really wanted to hobble a production, 
and then I'm gonna stop there because we're not gonna <laughs> keep talking about the Chainsaw Man situation. No, nah, no. So, nah, nah. um, yeah. So, and Chainsaw Anime looking fucking great. Uh, the pacing is bothering me even more than usual. Mm. I was worried about the CG because I was told there was a lot of CG and I couldn't see it. And I, even though I I know how it goes and I like it, but I was afraid about audience reception to it. That's why I was telling everyone to temper their expectations. Because I was like, I, and, and, and lo and behold, people didn't even notice. That's how fucking clever it is. But they didn't notice it during the zombie man fight. Oh, absolutely. So, that's I mean, a thing. In all fairness, I have seen, like, specific fan animators when the manga was still, like, new, doing better jobs on, like, the zombie fight and stuff. So, I, I get some complaints, but I still think they did a, they did a fine enough job. I'm, I think I think, I think it's perfectly... Like, like I mean, honestly, like, we're getting so close to CG just co completely overtaking anime. I know. We're I'm getting not, so close now. I'm not looking forward to that shit when it hits JoJo Part 7. Oh, man. Part 6 is almost oh done, Oh, my too. God. Part 7 is going to be entirely in CG. I you know, fucking know it. Dude. I need, They're going to outsource that to another studio. I need to Maybe go they'll to give it to the guys who used to do those old JoJo openings. Ah, oh, that'd be sick. I need to go do the fuck. I need to. They go actively do anime. They don't just do openings. Whoever's dubbing like JoJo, I need to like fucking go to America and have a fucking word with them. At least get into their fucking auditioning pool. Right. I will fucking slum it in America. Manifest like it like Kira did. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I'm seeing so many. It's a monkey's paw. Be careful. You might wind up on I, Netflix again. I, I, I will be honest. I actually don't like. I'm seeing a lot of people on Twitter trying to manifest roles lately, and I don't like. Yeah. That oh, it's so fucking annoying. Stop it that is. shit. It really, guys. Is. Here's the thing. Kira was manifesting, but she wasn't like sitting there going, "Oh man." I hope I'm cast in JoJo and like actively like messaging right. fucking um directors. Or actors. No, she was just doing fucking cosplay and fucking fandoming the manga and shit. Pretty much. Because she was just a chick a on the internet. To fan. That's the shit that I came from. Like when she was an active voice actor, she wasn't fucking doing that shit. And I see, I see that from people I know who are actively like not just like tell, like like um soliciting themselves. They'll start like adding directors and then adding other voice actors. Go, man. This anime is coming out. It would be really cool if so and so played this character. Do not do that. Please don't. It's just. Do not do that. That causes trouble. It's Directors honestly have very. I know it may seem like they have control. They have a little bit of control. But ultimately, it's up to the producers in Japan. It's not even directors, really it's other that. actors. It's just other And if you put that up there, the Japanese get very fucking like smarmy about it. They'll actively choose against. Like, don't do that. You're 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 actually putting your favorite voice actors in more trouble. Mm. Because it's that same mentality. While some voice, like some directors, don't like YouTubers and people with social media followings, that's a lot of trouble. Just que sera sera. All right, what will be will be. Everyone. Just fucking audition like everyone else will when the time fucking comes. They will audition when the time comes, or they will be approached in a back alley and be told to play Mob Psycho. <laughs> when, when the unions fall through, when the big suits, the big, the big strong fucking uh, kingpin-sized men from Crunchyroll yeah. show up and say, "Guess who's playing mob this week?" <laughs> how, would you um, how would you feel if they, if uh, I don't know, they did do like a, what is it, pop team epic thing where they just changed the voice actor every week? 
I think that shit's fun. I actually think that shit's fucking funny. I still don't like the it, it, the, the old Thespian in me likes that. It reminds me of the old stage days. No, yeah, it's very cool in Where that the, the, the role of so-and-so will be played by this guy this evening. And it's exactly. like, and it's cool. It's like, all right. On, on a production right. side of things, take. it's super fucking cool. I like it too. I just do not enjoy Pop Team Epic as an anime. I prefer it as like uh, something with no audio, you know? Because I feel like the jokes like run too fucking long. I don't know. I like the uh, succinctiveness of each like panel joke and everything in like the books. Just man, anime is not for me, but you know, to each their own, obviously. Yeah, so I know that po that new Pop Team Epic came out, and like yeah. I, I didn't even fucking pay attention. I, no. they, they, they kind of like how Attack on Season Season like Attack on Titan Season Two came way too fucking late. Yeah, Mr. Zeitgeist. Mm -hmm. Pop Team Epic has missed Zeitgeist. Actually, I don't know about that. I think Attack on Titan came in like fucking stronger than ever, to be honest. They like I don't, I know, I think it. Season Two was garbage. Season Three was fucking good. I thought Season Two was fucking cool because that's the bit. It, it got to one of my favorite bits where they're stuck in the tower and Rhino like flips a titan out of a fucking window or something on his back. Oh, the little ti the tiny titans or whatever? Yeah, 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 the, the mini man. Nah, that season blew, man. Uh, I, I liked it. I, I was like, it tried my page. It's like, it was like more of the same as like, bro, we're like post-fucking Trump presidency now. Like, no one wants this apocalyptic shit. Okay. But, uh, let's see. So, Next, um, other other news that's interesting. So we broke the news a couple weeks back about the death of uh, Yu-Gi-Oh's creator, um, yeah. Kazuki Takahashi. Mm -hmm. They have finally released the report. The motherfucker died assisting Saving the U.S. Lives. Navy in a rescue op. He Wait, saved re he the U.S. Navy. Drowning. I didn't hear that. I just heard he was like saving people from a fucking brutal ass. He he was collaborating with the U.S. Navy because he's an active scuba guy. And he just happened to be in the area, and he was working with a marine guy. That's so fucking cool! <laughs> How is- yeah, I, I do not give a single fuck about Yu-Gi-Oh, but this man is fucking cool as this, fuck! We said the Rest man was a badass! The My man God. lived a badass, and apparently he also died a fucking badass. Just what? My God, what a cool fucking person. Like Ichiro what a Oda, fucking life. Like, what a I, fucking life. I, I love Goda, Ichiro Oda and everything like that, but it's like, man, this doesn't hold a candle. Probably is like a human being, I guess. He may have brought some You never know. Like, these ever. guys live very private lives, but Kazuki was a pretty loud guy. fucker, dude. Yeah, no, it, it's, that's just cool as shit, man. He lived it up. Died a fucking hero. Created uh, Yu-Gi-Oh, died a hero. Hero. Yeah. But so yeah, it, it's good, because Japan always, like, holds those reports for so fucking long and you and you expect the worst your imagination is always gonna be worse than what actually happens and so a lot of people feared some really sad things and come to find out that's what it was like now now we know why they had to hold on to that information because that was a little uh that's that, that, that's I'm sorry, I'm I mean, just, it's a wonder we ever got that information i'm just imagining people being like oh man i hope the career of Yu-Gi-Oh didn't die in like a fucking horrible sex accident like he was trying to like take his fucking that, like, or fetishes to the or he was whatever. trying to take his like, fetishes to the extreme just something you know like something awful you, that's yeah. and the fact you no, find good. out the dude was saving some lives oh that's so fucking cool uh rest in peace what is his name kazuki yeah, Katsuki Takahashi-sensei. Yeah. Fucking cool guy. I might, honestly, I, the only thing in Yu-Gi-Oh! wise I've ever been interested in doing again is watching fucking GX in Japanese, because apparently that shit gets insane. <laughs> I just remember the, the mammoth in the English dub that sounds yeah. like our unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. 
Honestly, I liked Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. When Yu-Gi-Oh! GX came out, I thought it was cool as fuck. Oh, I, I mean, I was, the, I was the perfect demographic for that at the time. Yeah, it was just like, yeah, card games at school. And After school, fucking Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. Yeah, no, it was, it was fucking cool. I liked it. Um, speaking of anime and stuff, though, uh, you want to hear about fucking Witch of Mercury this week? Yeah, so you're going to make Witch of Mercury just your fucking thing now. Yeah, huh? I am not enjoying it so far. I'm really and you not. Can, and you choose to punish yourself. I do. I do choose to punish myself. It's the punishment, as Stina says. Uh, you know, I shit on Lycoris Recoil and my punishment is Gundam being fucking this awful. This is your hell. This is your layer of hell. That yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like Dante's Inferno, man with giant robots. So this week's episode of uh, Gundam, Witch from Mercury, or Witch from Mercury, is um, it's getting into the nitty gritty about the geopol or the, the political climate of the series. So, as it established in episode zero, Gundams are apparently outlawed as per the command of the head of this company. I can't remember his goddamn name. I will get there. But I do remember the main character's name now. It is Suleta. Her name is Suleta, the red-headed girl who pilots the Gundam Ariel, which is apparently a female. Okay, whatever. Is in a lot of trouble. The government have come in, they have confiscated her Gundam, and the head of the whole thing, father of, um... Who I'm gonna call father the prize? Of the bride. Yeah, father of the bride. Father, we'll just call her the bride right now, uh, because I cannot remember her goddamn name. She means nothing to me. Although she did something. <laughs> this lamin is nothing to you, yet you give it your time. I'm giving it my time, Ivan. Yeah, exactly. Goddamn. So the bride has basically organized her escape to Earth. She wants to go to Earth. Suleta, the pilot of the Gundam, has been detained. Her Gundam has been locked down because they have found out that, oh, the biometric reader, the, the readings from the this uh, mech have shown, it's like a Gundam. We need to confiscate this shit and destroy it. How the fuck did those savages on Mercury, that shitty little mining planet that we have, construct a Gundam? And so there is a, a summons, basically, for the head of the Mercurian uh, Corporation that is a wing of the main corporation of what's going on. There is already so much fucking shit I have to keep track of, so forgive me if I get some stuff wrong. So, they have a summons. All of the families, the, the wings of the company and everything, get together and they've got their own like reasons for like, being there. So the head of the Mercury thing and possibly, and, and I'm pretty sure Suleta's mother, who is the one wearing the mask, which, as you should know, Ivan, if you're wearing a mask in Gundam, it usually means bad fucking news. They are going it to be like- It means you're that one the... fucking blonde fucker. Exactly, but it, it seems to they be- they can't get over. Yeah, it seems to be Suleta's mother. So, the guy who lost the duel to Suleta, his father is very pissed off, he's disappointed. And he's like, okay, we're gonna have to make up for this, like, some other time. And the woman in the mask, Suleta's mother, comes in, and he's like, oh, great, it's fucking you, what do you want? It's like, um, you're gonna ask me for a favor. And I haven't, and it hasn't gone into this, because the guy has vouched to allow Suleta to keep her Gundam if she wins a duel, one more duel to, to like keep her Gundam. And um, the dad is like being a massive fucking hypocrite and his daughter, the bride, has an attempt, has a, an opportunity even to leave this place and go to Earth. But she gives it up to try and like bitch out her dad in the middle of this like fucking hearing. 
and uh like be like no let suleta fucking have one more duel and uh you can't go back on your ship because now he's like i'm just going to pick a husband for you because i don't want you marrying a woman or anything like that because i guess he's like uh this isn't going the way i fucking wanted it. i wanted my daughter to like marry just the strongest coolest guy or something and he doesn't like that so that's what happening the the guy is like vouching the guy whose son was previously the bride goal or something i can't remember all these fucking names it's it's already having one of those problems where it's introducing so many characters right off the bat that i am having so much trouble remembering everything going on so there is a boy who seems to like suleta who is like also a son of one of these families and he's like visiting her and giving her food and she's doing that stuttering shit that she does and all that and but i'm like okay this hey, is like don't the, be ableist now yeah <laughs> it's her personality I, that, that, that's characterized I just, dialogue i just because they couldn't because, because they couldn't make her an actual character so they just overly characterize the dialogue in, in the know. script i want to, i'm really trying to give this a fucking chance and in like I'm gonna Don't. hold it in. I no, I you're probably not will. A, and, you're and, not having a good time. I'm definitely not having a good time listening to this. I don't know if our audience is. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um they're gonna be bitching us more about Chainsaw Man. About oh, don't worry, the Monopoly is fine. <laughs> it makes things more. It makes things more gooder. So the bride has basically come in and she's like, "No, you can't fucking let this happen." And given up her one opportunity to go to Earth <laughs> as of now. So she's at least like developing some sort of like you know interest for me she's she's given up something that is evidently important to her but she's still not doing anything as a character to interest me um i have a feeling that the deal that the woman in the mask made with the father of the previous betrothed to the bride which by the way apparently this is also being like partly written by the person who made fucking revolutionary girl utina which as you know is a highly iconic series and a yes. very like you know uh, what's what I'm trying to look for? It's a revolutionary series because of like, you know, it's a fucking exploration of genders, uh, sexual relationships and everything. But, but as iconic as that series is, its story and the way it presents shit is an absolute clusterfuck. I, I, that's all I was say. Iconic as fuck, cool as hell, but story-wise, it's all over the fucking place, and it would drive you. It would drive you up the fucking wall. The things that it does, but it's still cool as fuck. So I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm right, and I, I'm certain you had the same thought. Where it's just going to be, she wins the duel, and now everyone's happy because. Um, Here's what I think is going to happen. The woman in the mask has made a deal with the guy that she will tell Suleta to, uh, what's the one I'm looking for? Boxing. Take a fall. Take a dive in a duel with the son so he can be the betrothed again and the fucking, uh, this, the father can, there's, I, I, it would help if I remember these names. So the father of the previously betrothed can once again become potentially the head of all the corporations and murder the bride's dad. I imagine that's not going to go to plan because I, I, I imagine Suleta doesn't want to sell out this girl who's like evidently put something important on the line for her. So it might get more interesting from there, but so far I'm, I'm really not digging it. I was like working out the entire time that I was watching it. Um, it's... It's eh, it's just eh. Move on. Val, did you watch Bleach Thousand Year Blood War? I tried to, and I just didn't care. 
Did you? I, I skimmed it. It, it doesn't look too bad. They're get, they're, put, they're putting their whole bleach us into it. Yeah, no, it doesn't look bad. Um, I'm wondering if uh, Shiro uh, Sagisu did the uh, score, the music. No, is that the original guy for Bleach? Because I know he's the original composer. I wonder if they brought him back. Because I, like, I hear motifs that sound like him. I wonder if that's just reused from the original series. Or if he, did, if he composed new music for the this uh, season. Oh, I mean, uh, p potentially. Like, I, I tried to watch it, but I just found I I did not care. I I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I want to watch Bleach. But then I sit down and I'm like, man, I just... I, it's, it's just official. I don't feel anything for these characters. When I was 12 years old, I think I told you, I used to love Bleach when I first saw it. I thought it was cool as hell, along with Full Metal Alchemist, uh, Cowboy Bebop, and everything Ghost yeah, in the Shell on the old Animal Channel, that uh, anime channel that I used to watch as a kid. Um, but I, I think, and plus it's been 10 years. I, I, I really don't think that helps it, but Bleach fans be eaten, you know? Like, good for you guys. Like, go ahead, fucking enjoy yourselves. You deserve it. Especially for those of you who've waited 10, oh, not 10 years, um, like 8, no. How long's it been since 2016? Like, 6 years? Yeah, 6 years. Like, the last 6 years since, like, uh, the manga ended. So, fucking go for it, you know. Any other thoughts on it? Uh, like I said, I mean, it, lo it looked pretty nice. Like, I, I like I said, it, it was Studio Perio, so I'm a little bit concerned. Uh, again, about the holdup. I thought it was pronounced Periot. It could be either way. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, who fucking knows? It's Japanese, and it sounds like they're taken from a fucking French word. Exactly. Um. Otherwise, they did Cora, um, didn't they? In the first season, when it actually looked good. What's that? Uh, they did Cora back in 2014. They did the they first did season, season which two, and that it was. They did the first half of season two, and everyone bitched about it. Season two, fucking. I hated season two of Cora. Yeah, you know, you know as you know, I have divisive opinions of Korra. Everyone did. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's actually interesting to bring up. Um, uh, Avatar Studios. So, they, so the group that's um, developing the new Avatar films. Mm -hmm. I don't fucking uh, trust them. I don't trust anything they're doing with that franchise. Honestly. Well, the fact that they, the, the fact that they delayed or maybe even canceled the Kyoshi movie. Fuck that shit. So the uh, first movie that, that they announced. Movie? They were they were making a Kyoshi movie based on the novels, which are fucking badass. Um, but um, but then um, I think at Comic Con they announced, oh no, our first movie is actually gonna be um about the old um Ang group um as adults. Okay. Which I'm like, easy money, I understand, but you better not have canceled Kyoshi. Um, but no, they acquired Flying Bark Studios. They're so the these are the guys who do TMNT, Rise of the Rise. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and the uh, Monkey King Lego series. Mm -hmm. Their action sequences are fucking insane. Yeah, but that's down to the directors, really. Like, did they get the same directors? That's what I want to hear. They, 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 they'd probably be part of the same crew. Mm. If, if it's the same directors... It, it, usually, it usually comes with the territory, dude. Mm. True. I, I just So that means, that means it's going to look up... It might look a bit different... But there's going to be some crazy sequences. Probably. So that's pretty cool. I mean, that's what they need for that stuff with the with the bending fights or anything. Exactly. Like, you want to step things fights. up, like kind of like do something new. That's how you go about it. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, what do you think of Chainsaw Man this week? Uh, Manga-wise, uh, chapter 106. I Absolute like... blue balls. This one. Uh, yeah. Much. Yeah. This was all set up. Even though last week was also set up. This was just like, 
the build up to the fucking sequence, the action sequence that will happen in two weeks. It felt extremely short. Yes, because again, this is a week there not much happened because they were just like, all right, um, Fujimoto Sensei needs a fucking month for that next chapter. And boy, he can have it. He can fucking have it. I, I have a bit of an issue, admittedly, where Yoru is switching between, like, I, I've said it before, like, you know, Yoru being more dangerous than uh, maybe us is giving credit for. And this is where I'm like, I think, I legitimately think Yoru and Asa aren't going to last as long as we think they will. Hmm. I don't see it. I I I, I, I I still believe this is the focus of part two. I it, it could they, very I well think be. they go the distance. Like, but I I'm trying to like because the only. But I, 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 I do I do understand I do understand the whole thing with Fujimoto like no one's safe. Yeah, exactly. It's. Like, I don't think so. I, Yoru Yoru specifically looks way too iconic to just go away. Uh, no, I I feel you, but it's like. If you read Fire Punch, and I, I know he has evolved so much from Fire Punch, like yes. it, it's unreal how much better Chainsaw Man is compared to Fire Punch. Fire Punch has still got its merits that I enjoy, but I can just see how raw his storytelling is in that. And suddenly it's like, oh, and I introduced this character and this character, and this guy is like slowly developing, and then suddenly oh, he's, he's just dead, like off screen or something like that. I don't know, maybe decided he couldn't figure out what else to do with it. And I'm just thinking, like, how the fuck are Yoru and Asa actually going to, like, get stronger at this point? I don't even know how well, Yoru again, is going we're gonna to do find this. Some, we're going to bond to someone. Like, basically, what's going to happen is that they're going to kill They're gonna kill this chick. Like, and I that's going to be a new weapon. Uh... And basically, we're, we're going to be acquiring more weapons. We're going to be building up our weapons. We're going to start developing relationships with people, then fucking killing them and getting stronger. So the idea is like, cause I guess I haven't been thinking about we're it. We're getting a point. very Monster of the Week vibe, I believe, is what is, we're doing here. Is Yoru going to be building up an arsenal? And because yes, I thought it was going to be like, like, if if they kept the head of the teacher or something. And we haven't seen. Who knows? That might still be around somewhere. It might. I hope it is because I'm hoping it's like no Yoru can because she's brought Katana with her and that's all and that's all she has. I want her to like have the head of the teacher like stored somewhere or something. Yeah, like maybe like, like yeah, said that mine. might happen when they start popping off. That sword might go full fucking devil mode, you know. Yeah, but the most interesting thing is, um, her friend. I f I forget. I still forget her name. What is her name? Uh, it's uh, I know Yuko, I, we Yuko. should know her name by this time. Yeah, Yuko. It's Yuko. Um, so Yuko has made a deal with the Justice Devil, but it's a different form. And is this, like, representative of, like, you know, the different ways in which people, like, you know, carry out their justice? Or something? Yeah, like, like, I'm really that, interested. like anyone that's affected by a devil has a different form, I think. That, uh, that's... It manifests a little bit differently between people. You might not be, you know what? That you that might be right, but we haven't seen anything. Because go else back, go like back this. to Denji's initial Chainsaw Man transformation versus his final form later in the series. Oh, you mean? Oh, yeah, but that was like, like when that, that was final when form like... is like the pure actual Chainsaw Man, whereas the first Chainsaw Man we see is just Denji's version of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's um, 
It's just so that, that's kind of what's going on here. It's like you know, different people are gonna have a slightly altered version of what this looks like. Yeah, I mean, Denji is. I think Denji is weird because he's obviously you know being a person. It's it's not the the point is that when he was that chainsaw man, it's because he was feared. But then it was like everyone loved him, and that's what Denji feeds off of to keep on going. That's like a big thing in it. The fact that people love him and want to fuck him and stuff, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I can fucking do this. Like, that's not what a devil is. A devil is obviously based on the fear that people have for him. Or Denji is feeding off of and powered by the fear that devils have for him now. That could be it. Like, yeah, they haven't really I, gone we'll into probably it, get some but, kind of clarification on that, but I think I definitely our assumption now is people's love for Chainsaw Man. Yeah, that's but, what we've been told since the last time we were updated on that. The other thing I was thinking was, was there like a mistranslation? Is this a different devil? But I'm like, no, that can't be it. No, this is definitely justice. Justice and war have been going at it. These fuckers got a beef. Yeah, because this justice form fiend devil what whatever the hell it is really um it's got no eyes unlike the last time when um the schoolgirl was trying to fight yuko and asa um and it's got these uh, tendrils on the side of its head which i imagine i, I was looking at like these representing like the weights of justice like um i don't it's got a weird i don't shape think some of the these scales. devils, like, I don't think there really is much in the designs that is really thematically related to what they are. No. Because go go back to the cockroach devil. True. What the fuck yeah, about that had anything to do with cockroaches? I mean, I just imagined it was a buffed out fucking scary. Ass. I could see the cockroach aspect of it, but I assume because so many people are freaked out by cockroaches. Yeah, exa ex world, exactly. Huge and crazy so many because. people are afraid of cockroaches that it's a pretty powerful, big ass fucking devil. Mm-hmm. Which is badass. I love that. With Whereas with Justice, it kind of makes sense that Justice isn't that necessarily that strong. Mm. Because, I mean, who who really feared... Like I said, we, we don't really have a yeah, we, specification of what kind of Justice... We, we have talked about here. this like every week. The Justice exactly. Devil We're not having it again, up. but I'm just saying no. that like who would be afraid? In a, like, in, the, in, in a relative sense... Who's as afraid of justice as people are afraid of cockroaches? Mm. In the same vein of chickens. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's um, I mean, I would say the justice devil is clearly not as powerful as the cockroach devil. And as we see, size, and, and yeah. war has, and, and, and in fact, that war is also in that weak little Furby state. Well, that's because Chainsaw Man took a bite out of them, obviously. Yeah, but I'm saying like justice could also be in a weakened state. Yeah, no, they, they absolutely. Oh, like yeah, I say, true, like true. I say, we're we're gonna find out soon what's going on. Like maybe when maybe when a devil gets of a concept gets beaten or like you know because they never die they just come back later on don't they? No matter what, um, maybe they get weaker every time. Every time they reincarnate, that, that they come a... back a little bit weaker. That could be a thing. Yeah, it could just be in general, but Chainsaw Man is just on another level when he like eats you. Obviously, it's just like no, like my my fucking concept. Everyone everyone forgets about it, which I, I still wonder. Like, why is it Chainsaw Man that does that sometimes? Like, why is it specifically Chainsaw Man that does that? Yeah. Uh, but whatever. It kind of a like you said, it was a blue ball chapter. There's not a whole lot to say. Um, Yuko is burning something. I assume. I want to guess that's the corpse of her neighbor that she killed. 
That's my assumption. Most, li I'm most like, likely. Yeah, I'm like, what else could she be burning? Um, I I'm still up in the air about Asa and Yuko right now, because I am just like, man, unless they're going to bond suddenly over killing this person, and I, I don't know how Asa's going to be down for that, really, because Asa really likes this person. She expresses wanting to talk Yuko yeah, So we're out seeing, of who knows? Maybe uh, that's, that's basically, that's the basis of the what if we're dealing with right now at this chapter. It's okay. How is Yoru going to fight justice? How is Asa going to save Yuko? Mm. That's that, that 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 that's the fun of this duality, this pairing that we have. That's that's why this is so fascinating and interesting to read week to week. Do you is, think? Right, how how does how do they both get what they want, or do how you... does one undermine the other? Oh, okay, no, but do you think Denji's going to jump into this? Do you think oh, Denji's most, going oh, to jump likely. into they, this? Oh yeah, I think I think so. One. Either I, here's what happened: either he does jump into it, or he's going to be distracted doing something fucking stupid. I think. Asa may very well... Okay, okay. This is the closest thing I can get to, like, what I, I think is probably going to happen. Asa is going to somehow convince Yuko not to do this. She's going to pull back, and Denji, at the last minute, is just going to kill her. Because she's a devil. Not actually understand the yeah, situation. Yeah, like, like, like Denji fucking kills Seals at the very fucking end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I can see that. I and, can see that. And through that... Asa is going to double down and be like, fuck you, Chainsaw Man. You don't fucking save people. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. I hate you so fucking much. Let's fucking kill him, Yoru. I'm completely 100% down for this now. Yeah, that's, how, yeah, I that's how they align force. You know what? That... I mean, she never really liked Chainsaw Man to begin with. No, I think exactly. They never, really, they never really had a, a disagreement when it came to Chainsaw Man. No, exactly. She doesn't like Chainsaw Man, but it's going to be like doubling down on actually doing whatever it takes now to hurt Chainsaw Man because Chainsaw has, because Chainsaw Man will have officially taken something or someone from Arta. But yeah, like I said, there's 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 not much on this week to go by. It will it's just a setup. It's a setup week. Like, the, the only way I can view this happening, if Yoru and Asa are going to go forward and actually be the main characters of this, is if Asa basically nuts the fuck up and says, takes the moral, gets the moral tipping point, you know? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, no, I think that makes sense. Yeah, so this, this might be that. Uh, One Piece. Chapter 1063. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. We, we were speculating, because when it's black and white, you can't really fucking tell. We were wondering if Chocolate mm -hmm. Island was either melting or frozen. It's definitely frozen. This is definitely Aokiji's work. Oh, okay. Then I thought, I really thought it was melted or something. Yeah. yeah. No, it, it, lo it looked like it, but from here, it's definitely frozen. It's called the Cold Blood Voyage. So we should have already been tipped on that. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're right. I thought it was because obviously it's the fucking. But it's definitely frozen because you can see like this like, like wintry cloud. Like, like it's definitely like, it's like, it's like a cold fucking. I was thinking. I can't, I can't. I can't describe physically what it is, but I can make the sound of what it is. <laughs> it was a good sound. It was a good sound. But no, yeah. I was thinking cold-blooded because of it's. It's and about this, Sanji's And this guy right here in the chapter clearly frozen and not melting. Cracker. People don't, there's that no is, chocolate people. Yeah, that's cracker. Yep. Yeah, and uh, pudding has been kidnapped. Pudding, is, Sanji's wife. We'll see her soon. Yeah, exactly. So they're I, setting her up for the finale. I mean, there was—I I heard a theory a little bit. I kind of skimmed over because I don't—I don't, as you know, 
like a smart person. I don't put a lot of stake into One Piece theories, to be honest. It's like those Zoro fan stuff where it's like, you know, the Wano shit. So well, I, I heard those Zoro fans are fucking mentally they, ill. They are. <laughs> Harmless and fun, <laughs> but mentally ill. Exactly. But um Like us Baku Go theorists that got undermined a couple weeks ago. Apparently there I know was, how it is. There was something about the three eyed tribes having something to do with be able being able to find Raftel or being able to do something like read the Poneglyphs, maybe, and that's why Big Mom has a three eyed child. But I'm like, Ooh. would that be the case? Because that in that case, <clears throat> they literally gave birth to uh pudding. And then treated them like shit their whole life for having three eyes, even though that would be like a Yeah, I was gonna say, I think this is just Big Mom just trying to have a fucking kid with like every fucking race of people. And yeah, like, this is. Their little empire. Yeah. I think that's all that's about. It's Big Mom's like weird utopia. But it plan. could, but it could be. No, that's a very valid fucking uh, theory, though. Oh, yeah. No, it's a cool theory, but once again, I'm just like, then why the fuck would you give birth to a child and then like ridicule them and treat them like shit for having three eyes their entire life when they would be like important to your plan to getting one piece or something i would be like no you fucking treat this girl like she's queen of this fucking island but anyways what's going on in this chapter oh we had two things that was one correction but the chocolate town the other thing is um oda admitted that he fucked up on atlas atlas is number so. five i fucking thought so yeah atlas is number five and that kuma um seraph mm -hmm. um is supposed to have white hair it's definitely a seraph yeah. It, he, he gave it black hair. It's supposed to have white hair. So he said he'll fix that in the volumes. Okay, that's good to know. I was going to say, because all the Seraphim have uh, uh, white hair so far. So yep. I, I was kind of. That's why like, there was a little bit of confusion, but yeah, it was definitely a Seraph. Hmm, cool. Okay, then. And, and here is a big question for me What the fuck is Rob Lucci, probably not, but potentially one of the biggest fucking threats in this arc going forward? If they're buckling up for Rob Lucci versus Luffy again, round fucking two, which I'm super excited for, how the fuck is Rob Lucci going to compare? I don't. Well, I, we have I'm to assume so they've like, trained. The we have to assume they've trained, and they've got some more hockey because, I mean, let's skip ahead in the chapter. Traffy has to make it a point. Traffy's back, and she's hot now. You mean? I know you don't. <laughs> No, no, I won't go there. I know you'll you, you will you'll say no. You'll say bad if I say that. Yeah, don't say it. But yeah, she. Well, back to heat. Like it's very quick, but it's funny. Um, uh, they 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 have to make it a point about hockey being able to nullify devil fruit powers. Mm-hmm. And that's a fascinating thing. So yeah, we're skipping ahead because I mean nothing really happens in the uh, Vegapunk. But you missed out. But you missed out on fucking what based policeman kuma no yes I destroy, hate it. destroy destroy he like, looks he looks funny as shit but he um, looks cool as fuck i think he looks like robocop we're showing nothing that we didn't already know bonnie's father is kuma we know yeah. just we're just restating the obvious um based uh gene bay got the dad hawaiian shirt he looks uh, fucking wait, wait. great I like I like Chopper's helmet. Luffy is basically wearing a dress. I, I, I'm not I, I'm not that into it. To be I'm not into it on Luffy. 
Chopper looks fucking adorable. Bonnie is, eh, she could be wearing some fucking trousers. Like, I'm not that into, like, just the panties kind of thing. I I, I just like choppers. Choppers yeah. is sick. That, yeah. that that little, like, cha that chin strap to that. Yes, it looks amazing. Cool. And then Jinbei just looks the absolute best, this unit. And I love it when it's like, man, you all stuffed yourself so much, you got big fat bellies. It's like, mine was already like that. <laughs> I fucking love this man. I, I yeah. every time Jinbei is there, I get honestly, Ivan. Jinbei might have like just Jinbei just might be at the top of my fucking favorite crew member. Or really, something. I like. I just like him a lot. He's just like, he's, he's. I like him, but that's about it. It's because he's um he's deadpan. He's very deadpan. He's not like that's true. He's the straight man. He really is, and it's so nice because um I feel like we've got. Nami, who always reacts in like, you know, vitriol or anger to a lot of the bullshit that happens to the guy. Nami's one of the goofballs. Yeah, she, she's she's a goofball she's when it smart, comes to She's smart, but she's money. also one of the goofballs. When the, guy... the, 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 the serious ones are Zoro, to an extent, mm. Robin, and Jinbei. Yeah, but they all have their like moments where it's like, oh, you're because a goofball. Zoro, you know, he has, he's directionless as fuck. Exactly. Uh, Robin, when something's very cute, she gets all starry-eyed. And Jinbei, <laughs> as we see here, He's kind of awkward. Yeah, yeah, and I and I like that about him, and I I, I just I just enjoy everything about him. Like you know, he's patient enough to wait for the. He's a former. Meal. He's a former Shibuku, whatever. Shibuku. Uh, yeah, Shibukai. and he's been reduced to the fucking dad of the team. I love it. I fucking we adore love to this see it. man. Um, Luffy immediately can fucking tell it's Kuma, by the way, because he's just looking at. He's just like, it's Kuma. What's well, pretty obvious? It's Kuma. Yeah, exactly. Game but Pacifista like, has all been looking the same. Mm-hmm. But it's um, it, it's one of those things. So we know that the original Kuma is with the Revolutionary Army yes. right now because Sabo has got him. Also, uh, my friend brought up an interesting theory, and I'm pretty sure this was brought up ages ago, probably in the fandom. Uh, Jewelry Bonnie potentially not actually as old as she usually is. She may still be a child, and it's just the fruit that like gives her the fucking power. Which I'm like. Maybe it's just because it's like such an emotional reunion. See, all the other theories I've been told are the exact face. opposite. They think she's old as fuck. Uh, it, it's it's so potential. yeah, yeah. Like, it's, no, you're right. She could be because remember when they they found her in the ocean? She was a child. Yeah, and right here, she is like bowling her fucking eyes out. Exactly. Like, please don't hurt my daddy. Yeah, and but she's she always knows. Fucking greedy with food and shit. So like, yeah, I actually like after this, I agree. I lean towards. She's probably just a little kid. Yeah, probably just a little kid who has been forced to like live the fucking pirate's life and everything, which also makes the the fact that like a lot of people like Blackbeard like uh ages ago in the series, uh fucking being like be my girls like damn Blackbeard you're going to fucking jail when that shit gets out if it's real. Right. But, um, but um, speaking of Blackbeard though, like I said, chase it down your favorite character Traffy. Yeah. Ah. Uh... But it's interesting though because. Apparently, they have Ivankovs. No, no, they don't. It's Dr. Q's Sick Sick Fruit. Okay. Yeah, so this basically revealed to us all the uh, the OG Blackbeard crew's power. We've got Doc Q with the Sick Sick Fruit. Apparently, yeah, he's able... Yeah, with the able... Warp Warp and the Buff Buff. 
Yes, yeah, Warp Warp and Buff Buff, which honestly seem like- Hey, they the... gave the horse Pegasus. Yes, yes, they did. Honestly, I was scared from it. I thought they like, somehow, I thought they went to Skype here. I thought they like killed Gone Falls horse for a minute. That's what I would do. That's what I'm wondering. Like, legitimately, that's what I'm wondering. If they've killed the horse, and I thought they killed Ivankov. Yeah, which I'm pretty sure Gone Falls uh, horse, or it- it's a bird, actually, and it ate the horse horse fruit. Yes, not exactly. The mythical um, Pegasus fruit. So. Well, no, in, in the in the translation I'm reading, they say horse horse. I, I'm. Does it? I'm, I'm reading mythical Pegasus. It says stronger. It's mythical horse horse zoan fruit model Pegasus. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, it, you know what? Okay, yeah. So yeah, there's a. I forgot. There's, there's multiple animal fruit. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like you because know. I remember. You, there, I remember there's dog dog model wolf. Yeah, and, and um, Anubis or something, or Jackal. Jackal, that's it. Yeah, jackal, so jackal. yeah, that, makes, fucking that makes sense. Um, but isn't the fucking... So it was a bird that got the horse horse for it, and that's why it's a Pegasus. Yeah, here's my question, though. It still invokes that, though, man. Here, oh, absolutely, but here's my question. Is Jesus Burgess's fruit a new thing, or has he always had it? Yeah, that is my real he's always question. been a strong guy. Like, was he just strong in Dressrosa? Was he, like, has he always they, just they, been... They, they just decided to reveal it now. Yeah, like, I don't know. Maybe it's, like, it could very well be he has always had it and that it is simply, uh, it doesn't actually make him immediately stronger, but maybe it multiplies his strength based on how buff he already is. So maybe, like, if right. he, he had this, he'd I don't be, know, like, man. Just like, like We're seeing the fucking, the Blackbeard Pirate's got a glow. Because the thing that I noticed that that was really cool is his ship. Because remember, it started off as a log raft. Yeah, and I love that fucking log and raft. And now he's got does. two giant logs on a ship. That's that's sick, bro. It is. Now, it, it's cool seeing like Black, how far Blackbeard has come, to be honest. Even though he is a massive piece of shit, I genuinely enjoy seeing the new heights that Blackbeard has Yeah, because you, lo you love to hate him. You love to hate him. Yeah, he Blackbeard is my favorite villain. He is actually my favorite villain in the series. Nah, see, me, it's Crocodile. Sorry, you can't. Oh, no, 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 no. Absolutely. Crocodile is my, one of my favorite characters in one Crocodile piece. Crocodile has it all. But no, yeah, I, 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 know, I, I know you're trying to delineate. Like, my favorite piece of shit versus my favorite character. Yeah, exactly. Crocodile is, like, my number one One Piece character. Like, he, one of my he's favorite... My, he, yeah, he's my number one character. I, I think he might be my favorite character, but he's also probably also my favorite villain. Mm-hmm. I would love it if Crocodile would make an appearance. Some, I mean, he did. But, he yeah, did. but Blackbeard, like, as of now, like, watching the journey that Blackbeard has gone on, yeah, man, he's up there. Yeah, he's fucking. He's formidable. Like I, I, I like that. That's one of the things I appreciate about One Piece is that Oda's not afraid to make villains fucking villains, bro. Right. Uh, I am surprised though still that Blackbeard has Haki. Uh, we mentioned this a few weeks ago in the chapter where we he talked about the he has to have it because yeah, I know he, he, okay, just for the fact that people will start arguments for the dumbest reasons. I know that's they why will, he has to have it. But I literally always thought that the reason why Blackbeard was so obsessed with getting the darkness through because. He he's a freezer type. He's not the type to actually train and like yeah. exert himself. But but he here's the thing: he's not the guy the to train. Room. But look where he started, where he is now. He's probably like learned this over time. Probably, which he's it, it's probably fine. trying now. And seriously though, uh, these are the scariest devil fruits that we've seen in the series. I think for a, a while, the warp warp fruit and the sick sick fruit. The sick sick fruit sounds fucking terrifying as a power. It does, but. Traffy already like fucking nullified it. So like Pretty now it's much. like, alright, well the small well, Luffy's not gonna get fucking sick and Zoro's not. Probably not. But it's like I'd like to believe that maybe I would genuinely like to believe that is because 
Traffy is a doctor and maybe he can concentrate his hockey in some yeah, kind of I, way. Yeah, I mean, he's he the one would... who figured it out. Like, yeah. he's gonna be there to tell Luffy and them how to do this. Yeah, I, I genuinely would like it if this is, like, some kind of subset of hockey that Law has discovered or figured out. Developed, yeah. Yeah, yeah it would make sense. Because he's a, he's a world-renowned doctor. He's the surgeon but he of has death. To, but he discusses right here how just hockey alone can nullify. And that makes sense. I mean, that's how fucking Luffy was able to fucking hit Kaido and shit. To use, use to really channel hockey against his devil fruit. Like, yeah. This is a thing. It's it, the princi the principles are basically the same. Are you looking at how buff Law's gotten, by the way? <laughs> like he he looks buffer. He's probably been drawn this way for a while, and maybe just in the few weeks I haven't fucking seen him. But he just looks cooler to me <coughs> for some reason. Yeah, like his a fucking bit of muscle chest on him. is huge. Also, look at Blackbeard in the <laughs> last fucking panel, hunched over like a fucking gargoyle, just pressing Doc Q in head into his fucking horse. Yeah, no, he's fucking sick now. Like he's the most piratey fucking pirate right now. I love it, Blackbeard's Like there was a point where I was like, eh, I don't know how I feel about Blackbeard with like the huge, with the actual huge beard and everything, because I always liked how dirty. And yeah, because like, you know, I mean, it's just a transformation, though. It was for the purpose of transformation. The fact exactly. that he had the scruff, and we knew over time this was gonna grow out. Legitimately, I think Oda does the best character transformations that I've like seen in most manga. Now that I'm fifty-fifty on, because I honestly don't like uh, most of the new Straw Hat designs. No, that's fair. I I I think I told you like when I first like. When it first got into the time skip for One Piece, I had a really hard time just coming to terms with the fact that, like, Frankie just looks terrible most of the time. Because, like, like, but then I feel like he... he's not afraid to break that isn't broken. Yeah. He's yeah. not afraid to do it. Yeah. In the case of. And like I said, it's, it's, it's got like. It's got like 50 50 results. Because in the case of. Uh, in the case of Blackbeard, it's fucking amazing. Mm hmm. Um. In, in the case of Marco, get, like, Robin, there's like barely anything different. Frankie. Chopper definitely looks better. Mm. No, uh, I don't know. I, I, that, that, that can be a matter of preference, but I think yeah. Chopper actually looks like more fully realized for what he's supposed to be. I feel like Chopper... His old design got... looks dopey as fuck. No, I, I feel like Chopper kind of like got... Uh, Chopper as a character in general has been kind of shat on for like the last 10 years. He has. I would argue that most of the Straw Hats have been shat on. Uh... I think it's because I kind of can't. Like, no. what do they really get to? Like, they're, they're, it's not that they get shot. It's the fact that all of their development is super top heavy. Yes. They, oh, most of the development happens in their introduction, introductory arc, and then that's it. Or you end up with Sanji, where oh, so. depending on how you feel, I like it. But a lot of people would argue that Sanji's retcons were needless. And I and I agree. He didn't need to have it. But it was pretty nice considering how problematic he was becoming up until that point. Yes. Yeah. No, a so lot it was of people. Good, it was good to course correct on him. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with that. I just mean, I agree with you on the characters being top heavy. Usopp is the only one that kind of like goes against that because obviously. Yeah, I, yeah, I think, I think, I, I still, I, I hold out hope that Usopp's best days are ahead of him. I, I think so as well. But I, if not, I mean, it's Water Seven. Water Seven and Eni's lobby was up for a lot of characters. I legitimately believe that a lot of these characters are going to have their best days ahead of them now because now that we're like coming not directly at the, to the very end of the series, like, like when they, we are in that and truly the final arc i agree yeah exactly because at the start of the time until then era, we're just holding out we're just like we're in a freezer 
let's be honest, at, at the start of the time skip era for One Piece, the last 10 years that we've had, we've been in a weird position, we've been in the middle of the story, you know? And, and, and this is a long fucking story. We are officially 1,063 chapters in. It did not, it does not feel that long ago that we hit chapter 1,000 of One Piece. It right. really doesn't. But I genuinely think that the last 10 years have not been overly kind to our main characters in terms of development. I absolutely agree with that. Sanji is probably my favorite straw hat one of my favorite he's always been one of my favorite straw hat yes i agree i think he's fucking great he's yeah. got fucking problems but they, they they get fixed in real time yeah exactly uh sanji has like shown the most depth in the last couple years towards the end exactly. of this period of one piece zoro sadly i know he'll get his moment someday especially I mean, soon. wait me zoro will get his moment when mihawk fucking shows up yeah uh, that's what we're waiting again because he, he's the prime example of we're waiting I would say Nami got uh, a good moment in Wano, actually, when she stood up to Ulti, honestly. And she kind of had that Usopp in Alabaster moment where she was like, fuck you, Ulti. L Luffy's gonna be king of the pirates with tears in her eyes. Yes, and Ulti's I, like, I'm I going agree. to smash your fucking head open like a watermelon if you don't give up now. And, like, say your captain's a piece of shit. And she's like, fuck you. I mean, even Usopp was like, Nami, just say it and run the fuck away which kind of annoyed me because Usopp had that moment literally in Alabaster so I'm like I was kind of hurt when Usopp said Nami just pretend to give up but I guess it was like dire straits and Usopp is Usopp's willing to do anything to win at this point I think I can't wait for the day that Usopp just pulls out a fucking 9mm and shoots someone Right. That is going to happen, I swear to God. He's going to be like, I'm. he's just going to shoot someone with a gun. I was talking to someone the other day about this, and they were like, Usopp's the weakest crew member. I was like, no, Usopp is not the weakest crew member. Nami is. They were like, but she has Zeus. She's done nothing with Zeus. If Usopp had a gun, you would not be able to stop him unless you're a fucking Logia. That's just facts, in my opinion. Uh, but, uh... This was a decent chapter, but not much actually happened except for the fact that Blackbeard is on Law's tail. We're probably yeah, not we're, going we're to just, see that Yeah, we're just fight checking in with Blackbeard. I mean, we saw him against um, Boa Hancock, mm -hmm. but we didn't like really get a full check in on what's going on with these guys. You know what? I would genuinely be happy if we got a My Villain Academia moment where we just had a Blackbeard arc. That would be pretty sick. It would be. I want that in my fucking life. Please, Oda. Make it happen. It doesn't have to be a three-year-long fucking arc or anything like that. I mean, I'm pretty sure he, he doesn't want to do any more years-long arcs. I, Which worries me. I'm, I'm kind of worried that he might go the My Hero Academia approach to doing arcs. Because it feels like things are really moving in One Piece, doesn't it? Like, Only I've in the heard... sense that, again, you just described the last how the ten last ten years have been. I think this is fucking great. Yeah, no, it is. But I mean, like, are we no longer going to get as much adventure piece as we used to get? I mean, when's the last time we truly had adventure piece? I would say what we had we had a lot of it in part one Wano. Yeah, say part one Wano, mm -hmm. and then we had Zoe and. No, I think I think I think adventure piece is still around. I, I hope so. I think I, it's alive and good. We just had it. We just we're, we're discovering fucking 
this fucking sci-fi world. I think this is a like like it's kind of your filler. It's it's your in-between arc. Mm-hmm. Kind of like uh, Long Ring Island or whatever. By the way, there is one more thing we've got to talk about before we like finish. And what's that? There's a new chapter of Berserk out. Is there? Yes. Do you want me to give you the rundown? Give me the rundown. Yeah. Let's let's, let's like give me an update. What's going on? All right. Fantasia is officially over. The arc that we have been like stuck in on the island of Fantasia, you know, the fairy island and everything, is finally done. A lot of people have gotten back onto the ship. The island is in disarray. Guts was brought back to the ship. We don't know how. Potentially, I, I would like to think Skull Knight maybe had something to do with it, but I I'm not too big on the pacing of it. Guts is just in the ship. He is in a room alone. Um, the I, I don't know why it's failing me now to like figure out like what people's names are at this moment. Shirk is basically like, okay, shit, I need to go see Guts. Farnes and um, uh, Serpico are aiding the ill, the the hurt, the injured, and everything, the survivors. And um, the witch girl, the long black hair, who's like the big sister witch, uh, Mulder, she is like, hey, your friend in the armor, he can't afford to be left on his own. Guts is currently in a room on his own. Mulder knows about the armor. She's like, he can't be left to go berserk. If he does, I will put him down. I will do it myself if I have to. And Shirk's like, you don't have to worry about that. The captain of the ship, who, by the way, ever since his fucking introduction ages ago, he has always been a cool guy. He is genuinely, like, worried about Guts. And he is, like, banging down the door. He's like, Guts, answer me. Don't do anything stupid because they can all fucking recognize that Guts has just taken himself to be on his own. And he is absolutely devastated. Casca has been kidnapped. She is fucking gone. He literally slumps down, drops the Dragon Slayer, and he says... All this time, when I couldn't depend on anything else, anyone else, when I had nothing, I still had your strength to hold on to. And the chapter ends with him just sat in the dark. You were all I had. And it ends on a shot of the Dragon Slayer just laid on the ground, a faint light lost into in the dark to be continued on December 9th. And I actually think the art looks really good in this chapter. I really think that the people doing this, or the new uh, director of this, I suppose, is seeing a lot of the complaints that people are making about the art, you know? Um, and uh, you know my opinion on it. Well, it's I never really going to be the same. This new, like, you know, life that this guy's breathing into Berserk, honestly. There is this specific panel as well I'm really enjoying where Farnese is, like, thinking about guts in the moment and she's kind of like her, she's like looking like really fucking tired frustrated as she is told to like heal people but she is like so like just got guts on her mind it's a really good fucking shot the art in this one looks really good in my mind yeah it's definitely different and it's never ever going to be the same but i think they've got their rhythm here yeah i think it's starting to look really for, fucking for what good. it's going to be i think they've got it but this shit, it, it, Ivan, this is big. 
Fantasia is over, we are going to see not this new crew, but this new guy take the helm of an entirely new arc for this series. So I am excited, yeah. but I'm also like a bit like hesitant, you know? It's, Interesting yeah, it's, times it, it, ahead. Yeah, it, it definitely. It, it, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Let's. It's kind of like with 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 Wano being over, and now mm -hmm. it's like, all right, a breath of fresh air. Here we go. Fantasia's over. Mm -hmm. What is the future of fucking Berserk here now? Right. It, it's it's a weird fucking time, but I am excited, but also like worried. It, it it's just fucking cool. New era, man. New era, and I am. I'm really feeling it right now for Berserk, not gonna lie. So, I, anything else we gotta talk about today? No, that's it. That's a wrap for this week. All right, then. sick. A uh, lot of fucking interesting stuff happening, though. Uh, it's, is Chainsaw Man in two weeks again? I'm trying to see if they're like... Yep, yep, oh yeah. Basically, from now on, Chainsaw Man manga is two weeks, all right? You could stop fooling yourself and like, like oh, is it a comeback weekly? No, it's okay. not. Okay, you're talking they, to me directly. We're taking care of our mangaka. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Wait, no, it isn't. New chapter in four days, Ivan. No, you're shitting me. I'm not shitting you. I'm looking at this are, are right they now. Doing, are they trying to go back weekly because of the anime? New chapter coming in four days. I've got no fucking idea. Maybe Tatsuki Fujimoto is just like... Maybe he literally just did this small one so he could do... Maybe he just really wants to show Yaru doing something. Yeah, is that why this, this week felt kind of short and delayed? Are we back to weekly? Potentially, I'm not. I think he's gonna go. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes back to bi-weekly after this one. A after the anime season's over, he might. Yeah, it makes sense. It would. It would make perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. So that's fucking so exciting. interesting. Look forward hey, to Chainsaw, so we'll be Man, Chainsaw Man. Man. Fuck yeah, yeah. If that's the case. Hell yeah, let's go. Hell yeah. Is that until then, everyone? Take care. Wait, is One Piece on break next week? I didn't hear anything. Uh, I'm looking, wait, 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 when Titans Clash chapter doesn't look, yeah, no, more One Piece next week, and... So our trial, our whole, entire triumvirate for the first time in, like, months, we're gonna have all three of our fucking triumvirate on, on an episode? Yeah, yeah, we are. Uh, we're gonna have a Otherwise, anime's fine. My Hero Academia, I know people were bitching about that too. My Hero Academia anime is perfectly fine. Miracle was well animated. Big fucking surprise. This is like the beginning of season five, so I'm still I'll not seeing it. I still I, haven't I, seen I'll, res I'll reserve my I'll reserve my complaints for uh, the the vigilante Deku arc. Ah, oh, fair enough then. And I'll I'm gonna try and remember people's fucking names. No, the animation's week. not bad. It's not exceptional, but it's also not oh, bad. It's completely fair. It's it's doing its job right now. Next week, I will try and remember names in Gundam, Witch from Mercury. As hard how about as you just not? How about you just not bring up Gundam again? Because you just ruin everyone's good time. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking talk about it. I'll, I'm, I genuinely want to see if it can like pull me back in. I'm going well, to if it does, talk about it again if it surprises you and brings you back in. Fair enough. I, I will, I will give it the grace that I should have given to Lycoris Recoil. <laughs> <laughs> I admit that. No, you should just give the grace. You should give the grace you should have given to Leakers Recoil to Leakers Recoil. <laughs> Probably, but here I am. I can't. I, I'm still surprised we're still talking about that one at this point. <laughs> yeah, I know. It wasn't that deep. It was just a fun time. Is all. I know. <laughs> we have made this into a thing. Let's get off this fucking train. <laughs> Let's get off this fucking train. Everyone, take care. See Peace you next out. week. Mind the gap as you exit our podcast safely.
Rebuild of Joycast is hosted by Ivan Leroy and Valentine Stokes. Leroy's written and directed works can be found on the Joyride Entertainment YouTube channel and the soon-to-be-released original web manga, Paramedic. Val's dulcet tones can be heard in many of your favorite anime and web series, such as Ruby, Death Battle, Tribe 9, Lackadaisy Cats, and more. This episode was edited by Stina Carey, with YouTube version edited by Cody Rock. Music provided by Lo-Fi Geek. Intro and outro narration by Stina Carey. Outro music composed by Michael Payovich. Logo and visuals designed by Ivan Leroy. Rebuild of Joycast is produced by Joyride Entertainment and Rock Voice Productions, LLC, and made possible thanks to Patreon donations from generous listeners like you. This month's highest-tiered Patreon producers are Mr. Host, Austin, Gooner Bear, Jelly Donut, and Mary Bowtie. If you would like your name shouted out at the end of each podcast, an invite to our private Discord to interact with fans, cast, and crew, or early access to all of our content, be sure to check out Joyride Entertainment's Patreon. Links provided in the description. Thank you for keeping Joyride's engine burning.